light. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the American Pale Males podcast. I am one of the hosts of the show, Michael, and with me is the other host. It's me, Jeremy. Michael, we're back. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean for the fans, of, kind we've of. never been gone. Well, but... true. Well, you were gone, weren't you? Well, did you do an intro? I did a little intro for okay. the last one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well then. For Belcher Town. <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to listen to that one again, but I'm probably not going to because <laughs> I I can't, as we've established multiple times on the show. You're right. But I don't remember why Belcher. Ta- it sounds familiar, but I don't know why that was used as the title. It's like the company that imported. Jesus. Oh, that Tiasis. Yeah. We'll have to get uh, Josh to figure that one out. <laughs> no, I like that uh, FDR you guys did a lot. Why, thank so you. If, if you guys haven't heard it, check out last week's episode. Episode 200, I might add. Yes. And here we are at 201. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, now outside, it's very, well, at least here anyway, it's very slick. Yep. Slippery. Here too. I skated my way home. <laughs> I can't remember... If we told this story on the podcast before, but didn't you have an encounter with a cop when you were younger about doing donuts? Oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but didn't he have a... What was the terminology that he used for do- doing donuts in a car? <laughs> so so uh, what Michael's getting at is I would have been 16, 17. I had a driver's license. And I was a relatively boring youth, just movies and... Stephen King books. Stephen King books, pretty much. That's 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 fair. But uh, at one point, I was out with a friend. We had come back, and there was like a nice level of ice on the everything or snow. We just decided to go whipping donuts in parking lots, which, small town Iowa, cut me some slack. Yeah. But uh, that's fun. got pulled over afterwards because, you know, my headlights were on while uh, this was happening. <laughs> Oops. And, and it was it was uh, Friday night, so the cops, you know, Oh, to to what there. little presence they have, you know, they were out and around, and we were not that far from the main highway. But he came over and basically gave us a warning and said, "Now I don't want to see you boys whipping any more cat asses." <laughs> I said, uh, "Excuse me," and he says, "Don't be smart, don't whip any more cat asses." And I, and I mean, I eventually figured it out what was what it was based on context clues, but I ne- it, it took me almost decades to figure out what that meant. And I think I figured it out, like, not terribly long ago. Like, as in just doing donuts or, like, the etymology of it? We'll, we'll know why he used the, the term instead of donuts, whipping circles. There's yeah. other uh, foul language, and I, I won't use this, lang- this one for uh, those that were brought up. But I think it's because it's when you're not getting the car to whip all the way around, like in a mm-hmm. full circle, because this is just, you know, it's... I'm 16. I'm not really giving it everything that needs right. to be given because I'm terrified of sliding off into a ditch or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because like the the stereotype of when a cat walks is that the head stays in one place and the butt goes back and forth. Okay. And I think oh. you, you see what I'm getting at here. So yeah. you're, you're getting the car to like swing a little bit, but not go all the way around. I uh-huh. think that's what it means. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's the closest I've been. It's bothered me for like almost I, 20 years. That's a good years. hypothesis. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's seriously bugged me for a long time. <laughs> well, at least it was just a warning. Yeah. Yeah, I've... I think the worst... I've I've only gotten a few speeding tickets, a couple parking tickets, and I was in a crash when I was 16. It was uh, it was basically a, uh, a fellow student didn't put his turn signal on on the highway, and I rear-ended him. <laughs> <laughs> 
but oh. because I was by myself and there were more of them in the truck, they like, oh no, we had the turn signal on. Oh, they didn't. But so I I got I got cited for that one. Sure, it happens. But Michael, this is a light episode. Yes, yes. So let's bring some levity. How about we get this kicking? Yes. Now I'm kind of confused where we left off with oh, the Lord, I don't know <laughs> trivia. Yeah, <laughs> I think we haven't done this one yet. This is DVD pop culture. Maybe we have. I don't think we have. I mean, we're gonna find out real quick. Yeah. In any case, these will be new questions. So let me just give them a shuffle here because I looked through all the cards, like read the first question of each of them. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't think we did this. How many decks do you have of these cards? Is do you have? I know we have like five or six versions of this that we're mm-hmm. pulling from. Are they all different decks or just individual cards? These are samples taken from decks. Okay. So I don't have like a rack of Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I was I was pretty cards. much just trying to figure out if you had like 15 things of Trivial Pursuit just sitting around. I have about 10 each. Um, okay, that's not year. so bad. 10 cards of each category, but there's a person who gave me these who has several versions of Trivial Pursuit laying around. Anyway. Here we go. DVD pop culture hit me. Yeah, I think around 2002, 2001. So DVDs, the height of technology. (laughs) Yeah, right, yes. Okay, here we go. What fraternity is home to Bluto, Flounder, Otter, and Boone? Delta, Delta, Delta. No, oh God, oh no. I get, Wait, this, this, I get this mixed up with Revenge of the Nerd. Yeah, I was going to say. This is Animal House. Animal House. I, I don't know what fraternity that is, though. It's the Delta House. Okay. I will go with that. Delta Tau Kai. Okay. It is the Delta House. I'm not wrong on this. Okay. This is Revenge of the Nerds is Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> that movie's not okay, man. There's a lot of not cool stuff in that. It's still funny, but it's just, it's one of those things that you're... When you were growing up, did you uh, hear from your father about a lot of things that they couldn't make anymore, even in, like, 1997? Yeah, I can see what you're getting at, yeah. Then it was just, you know, mostly, oh, you couldn't make those Cheech and Chong albums these days. And like, yeah, oh, right. Well, dead. You know, I mean, there's a reason. It's because no one cares about Cheech and Chong. <laughs> but, yeah, you could really couldn't make that anymore. <laughs> right. And you know what? I'm kind of glad it deserves to yeah. be left as a relic of the time. Of this time, yeah. I think the thing is, we all know a Cheech or a Chong. Yeah. Which is the novelty of them has worn off. So um, That's fair. But yeah, Revenge of the Nerds, that's a different kind of, they can't make that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What co-host was booted off The View in 1999? Oh, God. Uh, that's it? That's it. Oh, God. Was it? It was that Greek woman. <laughs> that sounded really bad after I said it. But she was, was that Greek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, um, she had a, a Greek last name, I think. What did she do? Devi Stephanopoulos? I, she, I don't think she did much after that, but it was like a big deal. No, I mean, like, what did she do to get fired? Do you remember this? I just don't think anybody else liked her. Well. Including Barbara, which... Babwa Wawa? Yeah. Debbie Matinopoulos? That's a better name because Stephanopoulos is... Uh, that dude. He's a newsman on ABC. Yeah, yeah. George. Uh, yeah. I like George. Let's do a... Matinopolis. Debbie Mateno... No, I think I said that right. Yeah, Debbie... Matenopolis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's Matinopolis. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, All right. How did you know that? I don't know where I pulled that from. I think it was a Saturday Night Live sketch when Mm. 
I cared about that show two decades ago. Um, yeah. Isn't it, so, isn't it weird that we're now, like, two decades removed from pop culture? Yeah, like, you know, these questions are... I mean, I am. Oh, yeah. I just turned 35, like, a month ago. I'm officially old now. Yeah, you're out of the demo, the 18 to 34 demo. Like, yeah. they don't market to you anymore. Gum and nuts is no longer for me. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. What household pet did Wright said Fred claim to be sexier than? Hmm. This cat? Bye. I mean, probably, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. What you think about that? There we go. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yes, it is a cat. Okay, yes. good. Well done, Michael. Pulling out your Debbie Matinopoulos and your right said Fred. <laughs> yeah. What? what I, it just speaks to this is the last time I cared about things in pop culture. <laughs> what phrase is now announcer Michael Buffer best known for? I know this because I just rewatched whatever rumble it was that he introduced. I think it was like 2003 or 8. Yeah. And it's let's get ready to rumble. That must be it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Starring Dave Arquette. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's best said about that, the better. What ancient Hebrew text has Madonna chosen to base her life on? I'm assuming this is referring to Kabbalah? I believe so, yeah. That is correct. Okay, good. Oh, we're we're owning this one. (sighs) This is unfortunate. I know. It's kind of sad when I think about Uh it, really. What breed of dog was Taco Bell's popular 2000 <laughs> spokes animal? That was 2000s? Yeah. It was a Chihuahua. Yeah, that's correct. I think that's the first one we... I mean, except for that first question, you could kind of give half credit for, but we essentially wiped the board with... Yeah, we did. DVD pop culture. Wow. Again, it's too bad it wasn't um, 1984 Genus Edition or mm-hmm. Baby Boomer, but, you know, we'll take it. We'll take yeah. that win. Yeah. Should we go in for a victory lap, Jeremy? Let's do, Michael. Uh, let's get into the FDR where we find a beer, drink a beer, and then rate that beer. Jeremy, you brought this one to the table, and I'm looking forward to it because it's been at least five years since I've had a beer from this brewery, maybe four. It's been a long time since I've had something. It's probably not five years because they're just about to have their five-year anniversary. That's what I was thinking after I said that, yeah. In like March... I want to say. But, uh, Michael, we are having yard sale from Lion Bridge out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Michael, the yard sale is an American IPA clocking in at 6.2% with juicy flavor and a pungent, tangy notes of citrus and tropical fruit. A nice, clean bitterness paired with a slight alcohol heat and dry finish makes this an exceptionally easy drinking brew. This is probably my favorite one that they've made. Is this kind of flagship-y? Flagship February? You know, I think their their uh, flagship is probably Compensation, which is a dark mild, if only because okay. it's more crushable than this one is. Uh, this is one of their four core canned beers, though. Yeah, I noticed uh, they have like the can where they stick the label over it, mm-hmm. and um, I like the feel of it. It's like a matte finish. It's paper. It's not like shiny. Yeah. You know, this is, I don't know if you poured it yet, but it pours kind of hazy. It does pour kind of hazy. Um, this is one of my go-tos around here. This is one of those beers that I don't know if you're going to find it in a lot of pla- Well, outside of the corridor anyway. Mm-hmm. But around here, if they have anything local on tap, they probably have this one on tap. 
and it makes me a, a very happy man because it hasn't lost any of its gusto. It seems like a good value. I noted the price tag on it, mm-hmm. and uh, it seems like it's going to pack a lot of flavor and a lot of ABV for uh, a standard IPA. Yeah, I, I think the the standard price point for this is $10 for a six-pack. Yeah. I could be wrong. Might be 11 but uh, these guys also just put out their uh, their Russian Imperial Stout called Gazprom with maple syrup in it. And then they also double-mapled it. Mm. And they also made an Imperial Porter, aged it in rum barrels, which I've not gotten my hands on quite yet. But I don't know how I feel about things in a rum barrels. It's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, rum, not, not my fave. Uh, but we're not talking about rum, Michael. We're talking about yard sale. What do you think? All right, here I'm going in for a initial sip. Ah, yes. Even with the slight congestion that I have going on, the uh, the fruit and the pine are kind of cutting through, and it's, oh, yeah. it seems really balanced. I don't know the last time I've actually thought about this beer, so that's this will be a good uh, a, a fun experiment. Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of has this um dry, dry aftertaste, and not like how do you say that? Uh, would you call it a clean bitterness? Yes, there. That's perfect. Yes, is that was that in the description? Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> but it is because uh-huh. it's. I know. It, you get bitterness across the tongue, and then it doesn't linger, mm-hmm. and it drops off at the end, which I frankly prefer. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's so last time. Side note: mm-hmm. last time I was at Lion Bridge was around Christmas time, and they had a beer called "The Spice Must Flow," which mm-hmm. I believe is a Dune reference. Yes. I, I kind of hated Dune, so I never finished it, and I, I'm going to get letters from at least one person about this. <laughs> but I feel like there, this is the sort of place where if I went up there on like a Thursday afternoon, like I have the afternoon off, and I'm up there, that I could probably ask the brewers how they do it, how they get that clean bitterness, because yeah. they were just... I I told the bartender last time I was there, it's like, this is ridiculous, man. This is amazing. Please pass my my accolades on to the brewers, which I mm-hmm. I never do. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, well, you can tell them yourself. They're right over there. And, <laughs> and they were just sitting down having, like, a, a quick meeting. And I'm like, yeah, they look like they're busy. I'm not going to bother them. Yeah. He says, like, they won't bo- they won't mind, I promise. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I got to go soon anyways, but thank you. Mm. I think what I like about this one is it's it's got a really, really balanced mix between the citrus and the pine. Or, yeah. or the citrus and the earth, floral, grass, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. It's not um sticky. Nope. Little to no dankness on there. It's just it's just bitter. Yeah. And it's you know, citrusy, but it's not like a tropical it's, it's not juicy it, thing. No, it's it's not a it's by no means a hazy IPA. I suspect this would have a pretty solid IBU. Yeah, it must. I mean it's and it, it's kind of deceiving because the color is so bright. Mm-hmm. It's not like that classic copper IPA color. It's a pretty Definitely bright color. Not. Yeah, it's a nice, crisp, clean IPA. Michael, what are you pulling more of the uh, the the earthy aspects of it or the uh, the fruity aspects of it? It's more crisp pine than anything. Hmm. That's Captain America, right? Crisp pine. <laughs> crisp pine is Captain Kirk. Oh. Chris Evans is Captain America. Ah, <sighs> well. I'm glad that wasn't on the trivia. There's a lot of Chris's. It's all right, Mike. Then who's Thor? That's Chris Hemsworth. Oh, jeez. Chris Pratt is uh, Star-Lord. Okay. And uh, New Year, and I'm still getting tired of all those (laughs) movies. 
Yeah, there was just a teaser trailer. It was so dumb. It didn't really show anything. The movie's going to be three hours long. Mark my words. <sighs> Count it. It's 2 6 31 p.m. as of this speaking right now. <laughs> that movie's going to be standard deviation of 10 minutes on either side of three hours long. But then no more Avengers. Right. <laughs> it's called The New Avengers, Michael. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that thing about comic books where there's other dimensions and parallel universes and... They're never dead. New members and... Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we're getting... We can tell that we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah. Oh, can I tell you something interesting about um, the... What was the last Avengers movie where everyone... Oh, uh, Infinity War. Yes. Okay, so if you haven't seen it and care... Uh, you know what he's going to say. <laughs> so you know at the end where Samuel Jackson, who plays N- Nate Fury... Nick, Nick Fury. Nick, God. Yeah. <laughs> um... You know how he's, like, disintegrating and he's like, mother... Mm -hmm. The Korean translation of that, (laughs) which got a lot of flack, was him him saying, mommy. (laughs) Because because it's losing the the Samuel Jackson-ness of it in uh, translation. Yes. All right, I got you. That's that's pretty great. Yeah, and uh, there was also another bad translation that made people mad when uh, Dr. Wizard... Doctor Strange uh-huh. said, "This is Endgame," like, like translated to, "This is the end," mm-hmm. which has a completely different connotation. Well, end Endgame is the next one, right? And it also makes sense for that. Yeah. Answer. Should we rate this beer? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like we haven't said anything about it. It had a pretty good head on it. The nose is amazing. I feel like this is a Citra Forward IPA. Mm-hmm. So I I wonder what would happen if we put this guy up against like a pseudo Sue. Like if we blinded it, I'll bet I'm gonna do. I want that's a good that's a good tailgate idea. Yeah. But I mean, we're six months away from that, so. Yeah. Put it in the book of memories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying, but it's kind of um, just been agreeable this whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't have too much negative to say about it. Are you over the moon though, Michael? Are you swooning? Um, I'm not over the moon, but I will say my rating that I'm formulating has ticked up a notch. And, you know, one needs to remember that you do, in fact, hate IPAs. <laughs> That's my motto. Mm-hmm. Really should have asked your wife before you got that tattooed on the small of your back. <laughs> right, when my uh, license plate says, because that fit. Yeah, I would. I H eight IPAs. IPAs, yeah. <laughs> now you need to do that. <laughs> Put a big old Coors bumper sticker on there. Oh, man. So... Uh, side note, since we haven't spoken in a while. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Super Bowl this past weekend? Um, I wasn't planning on it, but I ended up watching over half of it. Did you see the shots fired by Bud Light? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. that's been all over beer Twitter, too. Yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's just, the, the slapbacks have been pretty great on Twitter as well. The shots fired back by the corn lobby? Well, the, <laughs> did you see that? I, I did. Yeah, I mean, I live in Iowa, Michael. Yes, I saw oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, this was uh, how Miller Lite was saying, like, oh, hey, man, thanks for the advertisement. You know, also half the carbs and more flavor. Or, oh, yeah, 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 I did yeah. see that. Which is kind of they're a little convoluted in their response, but yeah, um, the point still stands, though. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to take this beer made out of rice. I'm, ass- right, I'm yeah. assuming it's, it's made out of rice. It's, yeah, it's it's no different than just like a Belgian beer dumping a whole bunch of candy sugar in there. It's just a different. Well, yeah. It's just a different fermentable. I think the thing that Miller drove home, which was well, they didn't drive it home, but they made the point. It's not high fructose corn syrup. It's corn syrup, mm-hmm. which is just going to be 
dextrose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's going to be a clean burning ethanol producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, which is what you want in a light beer. It's true. Uh, how about you uh, hit the rating there, Michael? All right. Let me just take a quick sip of judgment. And a lot is riding on the sip because how much the aftertaste lingers is going to make me rate it up or down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rate this beer a four. Okay. Why that? Tell me. It's very delicious. And I like my favorite aspect of this IPA is the, what would they call it again? The clean bitterness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot, and it, they do it well. And as you mentioned, there's a nice balance of flavors between it's not too piney, it's not too West Coast, mm-hmm. but it's not a big, juicy, hazy thing either. It's kind of a nice balance between those two, maybe slightly more on the pine side for my, on my palate, not for my palate. Mm-hmm. But I like it, and I could uh, Is this probably reachable? drink two of these in a row. Okay, that was going to be the next one. Yeah, like most IPAs, like after having one, for me, and I probably for a lot of people... It's you flush the rest. <laughs> yeah, it's like drinking another one is not the same. Like mm-hmm. it kind of gets a little, you know, that spray paint effect on the tongue kind of sure ruins it, ruinations it. But this one, no, it's it's good, and that clean bitterness is great. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, four stars is good. I'm gonna. I know my usual rating for this, but I'm going to go in anyways because it's been a while since I've had one of these. Mm. Four point five. Oh, okay. This one just nails it. It's a, I think this is a four quadrant beer for me. I couldn't, I, oh. I don't exactly know what those quadrants are, <laughs> but I'm gonna try and go with them here. So follow me. It's, you know, it's it's got the the pine, and the fruit, mm-hmm. which I like. It so it's it's hopped up all, beyond all belief. It's got a good thick mouth feel, rather. Yeah, that's, that's a good point too. I could have multiple. I can and have had multiples of these before in the past without getting tired of it. And you know, it's 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 got some meat on its bones for lack of a better word. That six point one comes through, but it's also not enough that's going to uh ruin your afternoon or evening. So it it just kinda hits all the corners that I want in an IPA, so yeah, this is this is one of my favorites. I got it for a reason. I I stood in the cold room at John's grocery for a solid five minutes digging through the spreadsheet to see if we had it before. <laughs> This is like, ooh, yard sale. Wonder, ooh, and it's fresh too. Awesome. I'm going to get that. Oh, crap. Have we had this before? I don't think we did. Nope. Good. But yeah, 4.5 at most. Excellent. Yes. Huzzah for the shopkeep. Um, yeah. You can. Something like that. <laughs> you can. Uh, oh, I should announce what I'm saying. Uh, here, quick social media <laughs> plugs here. I can't remember how we transitioned to this. Been a, oh, it's, boy. it's been just a bit of time. You can find us on Twitter at APMPod, Facebook.com slash APMPod. Email us directly, APMPod at gmail.com. Check us out on tap where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. And rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We'll leave it at that, though. Yeah. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. From Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) 